Divine Source, Great Spirit, Beloved Helpers, we call on you this day in gratitude and in love. We're here answering the call of our hearts, of our minds, for healing, for knowing you more deeply, for being in the channel with you, and for delivering your message and your love and your grace. And so it is. Yeah, thank you and welcome to Talking Spirit. Welcome back, actually. <laughs> my name <clears throat> my name is Yuta and I'm here with my lovely friend Elizabeth. Thanks, everyone. Yeah. And um <clears throat> we've uh we've recently reconnected out of a little bit of a hiatus um and are feeling a spark again to return with some recordings and just like the prayer said, um, just listen to the spirit and see what sort of messages are inspiring and wanting to come through. And when we connected a couple of days ago, there was a word that Elizabeth said to me again, which came up a lot when I was actually living with her a long while ago. And that word is streamlining. And something about that word when you said it um it just kind of stuck in my mind because i haven't quite assimilated that word into my vocabulary but i later sat with it in prayer and the word i think that i use is simplicity and uh simplicity of the spirit so um yeah i think that feels like our entryway into yeah, a little talk with spirit today. As you were opening, I was flashing back to, I think, one of our biggest conversations about the idea of you coming to stay with me a few years ago. And I had the fire in me that day, and I was, you know, <laughs> very animated. And I remember using that word, streamlining. And it was funny, you told me, you know, during our time when you were staying with me, about who I reminded you of. It would like brought up some ideas about some people that you knew. And, and it was just a funny thing because it, it really isn't a word that I use much either. So it was, it was a thing that became kind of humorous in my mind, but there it was again, as you said, you know, it's shown up quite a few times. And for me, my spiritual journey has felt often and looked kind of messy at times. And it looked and felt that way, particularly in the early days, because the mind is so confused and this world is meant to distract us and keep us from that direct channel with source. And so for me, it was a lot of who am I, where am I, what's going on? How do I navigate this messy world and my messy mind? And so it's actually been a heart's calling, which I think is the case for all of us, is that deep call of the spirit saying, come back to me and rest with me. I'm the only thing you want, Elizabeth. I'm the only thing that's going to give you a peace of mind, that's going to give you peace in your heart. And that has been proven to me over and over again and has become my experience more and more as I've walked through with the spirit guiding me through this purification process. 
So that's what shows up for me is like, here we are again <laughs> with mm -hmm. really that, that conversation again. And it's a very different conversation today than it was three or four or whatever years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, I actually don't remember that initial conversation where you mm -hmm. first brought it up, but mm -hmm. I can feel that then um, streamlining, the idea of streamlining felt really uncomfortable mm -hmm. because um, it would mean well it would mean being less comfortable <laughs> being less on my butt you know uh, if that makes sense um I think it's just um I think it meant a much more active calling on spirit for really anything and um more responsibility as well um so I think, you know, even when it come, came up this time, again, just going into prayer with that word, like, is that is that something that applies to me? Am I really streamlined? And, you know, I think in some ways I probably am not fully streamlined, but it is it is a journey. Um, <clears throat> and I do have a prayer always for simplicity and um, having the spirit come through really really simply in his message to me so that I know exactly what I'm supposed to be doing and I think what just um comes up now um is our conversation around my you know my my visa process that I'm currently uh researching and I said to you that it's a very complicated process and I've been reaching out to people that know how complicated it is. And what you said to me just really struck me because it's like, oh yeah, duh, that, that's exactly what I should be doing. You said, um, well, you probably should be going to somebody who doesn't think that it's complicated. <laughs> uh, you know, and it was almost like a little bonk on the head, like, oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> So it's a, I guess there's like, there are some things that where, where I'm still accepting uh, of the idea that they, they're just complicated and that's just the way they are. And there's no way that they could be simpler. So yeah, I guess it's just a constant prayer, this idea of simpl simplifying and streamlining. And I think that's what it's been for you as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, when I think back to the early days of my journey, there was so much flushing up. It seemed like eons of lifetimes, memories and feelings and ideas and beliefs and, you know, emotions. Am I happy? Am I sad? Am I depressed? Am I manic? Am I mm -hmm. joyful? Like, what is any of this, right? I didn't have a roadmap. I didn't have people in my life that felt like guides to me, right? I felt like I had been thrown into a messy cauldron of other messy minds. And mm -hmm. somewhere along the way, the desperation had me regularly dropping to my knees, admitting that I had no idea how to function in this world. 
you know, I used to look around as a kid, my mother had had said to me, you know, somewhere in my teens, you know, I used to watch you as a kid, if we'd go somewhere in the world, and you'd always be looking around with these wide eyes, taking it all in. And I was, and I was looking around going, wow, what is going on here? This doesn't make any sense to me. So, you know, from a very early age, I knew there was a disconnect within myself and with how the world seemed to operate and mm -hmm. how I related to it. And I couldn't reconcile it. And nothing about my life, school, relationships, family, jobs, money, none of it was helpful in helping me to do any better with it, right? And I was looking for solutions, but I was looking in all the wrong places, as they say, you know? And the the failure at life, even though I seem to have a great job, even though I seem to have risen up the ladder, even though I seem to have the boyfriend who was really loving and cute and all that, right? all the bells and whistles of the world, I still felt like hell and it still didn't make any sense to me, right? So even though it looked like I was succeeding in life, I never felt that way. And most people I've ever talked to, if they admit it, they felt the same way too. So anyway, the journey for me at that time was about facing all this stuff. And it was anything but feeling simple, right? Mm. And that was like 35 some years ago. So, and it was, you know, the whole lifetime of spirit showing me this stuff. It's not like I wasn't being shown it as a kid. I just didn't have a way to understand what spirit was trying to say to me. Right. So yeah, the, the purification process in a lot of ways you could say is the simplification process. <laughs> it's the process of being divested from all of these thoughts and emotions and beliefs and getting back to, well, what's real and true? What's real and true is the divine. And that that's pretty much it. But getting to that place or staying in that place then becomes like the tightrope walk, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think um, something that the spirit kind of made much simpler recently for me and my partner um, is this whole visa process because in some ways it felt like we were like stuck in this timeline of how things needed to happen so that uh, you know the whole process would be successful and um we could feel like in our minds it was it just continued getting tighter and tighter and more uninspiring even though it does feel like in the grand sense the right direction so <clears throat> yeah we were just in prayer about it and we ended up taking a walk in the woods and i think i think i at one point i said why don't we take it all off the table and, you know, in the sense, almost, we it's almost like we would have to restart everything. And because, yeah, because of all the specifics around it that I don't need to get into, but um, it's like, if we take it all off the table, it opens up the whole picture. It doesn't break anything, but it actually um, allows us to access what's really the call right now. And yeah, just taking it off the table was immediately relaxing to both of us that, mm -hmm. you know, we could switch up everything about 
our lives at this point. <laughs> we're not stuck in this town. We're not stuck in this flat. We're not stuck in the job that he's currently working in. All of that stuff. We can take it off the table and just and just kind of like reshuffle the deck or, you know, just all the paint that we threw on the canvas, just wipe it all off or just mush it all, mush it all up and see what, uh, you know, what new picture wants to come out of it. And I think maybe that is part of streamlining too, that sometimes you think you're going in one direction in a very specific way. And it's not like those steps weren't helpful. They're all needed. Like all the stuff that we learned until now has been helpful and yet yeah. it, somehow it needs to be wiped away because more freedom needs to come in mm -hmm. um into the whole process yeah yeah as we started this talk the idea of paradox was floating through uh -huh. you know there's like simplicity in the chaos and chaos and the simplicity. Sometimes it's like trying to get a line on anything is completely useless here, but it's what we're all conditioned to try to do. Right. So that's where that idea of like the streamline, the spirit is the line that we can hold on to, you know, whether it seems to be simple or whether it seems to be chaotic, whether it seems to be easier, it seems to be hard. Like that's going to be the through line all the time. That's going to be the only thing that keeps us from falling into the pit, you know? And as you were talking, I was seeing when I lived, in Oregon, the Dalai Lama was coming to give a talk. Mm -hmm. And I just happened to be guided to go to the library one day and walked into all of his, you know, entourage doing a sand painting, a mandala, you know, on this big table in the middle of the atrium. And you want to talk about complex work, you know, if you've ever seen them do that, it's like, it's very skilled, very complex, yes. you know, it's really quite something to watch energetically. Yeah. And they spend hours and days at times, you know, it's like they're setting, that's like their prayer work, right, to set the platform for the spirit to work through them and in, in their kind of cosmology. And then as soon as they've done their work, boom, off it goes, they blow it all away. You know, and some people would say, but it's so beautiful, but it's so this, it's so that you spend so much time and they're just like, yeah, nothing here is going to be permanent. Let go, let go and let the divine, you know, I don't know what their language is, not God, but right, let it, let it go. And that is sometimes, right, how we get back to simplicity. The mind is generating so much confusion and so much data and so much importance and so much significance and so much we got to try to make it work and make it happen. And it's like, yeah, how's how's it working for you? Stressing yeah. me out. <laughs> right? Yeah. And so those lessons, so to speak, you know, I've needed those reminders over and over and over and over and over again. You know, it's just a constant and it seems like the spirit has to use different forms for me to get the same message over and over again. Who's in charge, Elizabeth? Ah, uh, I'm mm. not in charge. Okay, great. <laughs> Who's going to make it happen for you? Oh, I think I'm going to make it happen. I should put some effort in. How'd that work for you? It exhausted me and burnt me out, right? I mean, I've needed to be shown these things 10 ways to Sunday not because the spirit isn't direct, but because I, I have had a messy mind at times because I've thought there were more important things to put my attention on, right? Yeah. 
So those are great. I was thinking as we were getting ready to talk, you know, I remember in some of the talks we did before, <clears throat> you were really good at communicating that message of like, what's the practical application of this in my life? What's that look like, you know? And so it's great that you're bringing the examples of like, how's this showing up in my life, this listening to spirit and trying to be in the flow and, you know, staying present to what's showing up in my mind. You know, it's a really great example of it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's just where my mind always goes back to. Like, what does it look like practically? That's where things get really inspiring for me. And that's where I feel like it's really helpful to speak about it as well because our minds are so used to the specifics and like I know for myself hearing practically how something works for somebody on this path is so so helpful and yeah and just um yeah just as I think as as you're sharing about the mandala that's exactly what I was thinking about too I just couldn't quite put my finger on the exact picture <laughs> mm-hmm. the sand mandala exactly and I think yeah maybe um maybe streamlining and simplifying is like really just another word for letting go and letting the spirit do the work mm-hmm. like that ultimate that's like the ultimate streamlining isn't it <laughs> the streamline straight to the spirit <laughs> totally yeah and that's that's where I want to be that is totally where I want to be and you know we talked before starting the recording were we going to open with a prayer and and for me that's simplicity you know it's how I've been guided to start my day you know for many many years that's been my opener for the day maybe I don't do it the minute my eyes open maybe I'm up at five o'clock and I go to my altar at eight but it's always there in my heart as the reminder of like you got to invite the spirit in yeah and you know I remember you know it came in for me to be doing that you know in the mid 90s then I was doing like a Peruvian shamanism where they open sacred space and it's, you know, whatever it is in that arena. And I got to be shown again, like invite the spirit into your day. And it didn't take hold as something that I had the discipline in my mind to do, you know, maybe I'd forget, maybe I'd override it. Maybe I'd think it was more important to get out the door to, you know, go shop or something who knows. Right. But over time, it seems it doesn't take time, this healing, the awakening is not about time. But it seems like over time, the discipline and the desire grew in my heart, you know, and that's like another thing that was coming through with spirit before we got on here was simplicity becomes this desire for clarity. Like if you don't have the desire to be clear, right, then you're not going to desire simplicity. If you don't have the desire to know yourself truly, then who cares? right? About your messy mind. But we've had this desperate call in our hearts (laughs) to, to free ourselves up. And, and we've just heard that call loudly enough that it's gotten our attention over and over again. We might default back into old thinking, old behavior, whatever, trying to run the show again, but that desire keeps pushing us forward and keeps, you know, calling us to remember. And, you know, the the streamlining really does become over and over again. And this was the other thing, there were some symbols of peace that came right before. Mm. And 
for the Course in Miracles people that might listen to this, and we'll end up probably talking often about the Course because that's really Utah's kind of strongest framework, I'd say, unless it's not anymore. But I think you're still a minister in, in that arena. Um, yeah. But that's a massive piece, P-I-E-C-E, uh, if, of it is peace, peace of mind, that we are <clears throat> using that calling for peace of mind and using that as a barometer Am I, am I living in my alignment, in my streamline? And if I am, I'm feeling pretty peaceful because I'm knowing I'm not in charge. Yeah. So, you know, this symbol of peace is really a big, strong one mm. for, for me. And yeah. it's not to be found out in the world and in the forms and structures, but as we might say, the spirit's going to use this stuff to help us see what do, I, what do I care about? What's my real purpose? Yeah, it's interesting because it makes me it makes me think of a friend that I've been talking to recently. And often what she will share is that there's so many thoughts and it's so it's getting so overwhelming to have all of the like doubts coming in. And, you know, there's almost like this this big swing that happens from I know what really inspires me and I love going for it. And then it swings into the other territory of, I have no idea what I'm supposed to be doing. I can't see, I can't see it. Like I don't feel it. Like there's this huge swing and the swing to into the doubt usually happens when she gets a chance to think mm -hmm. and just think in her head and not feel how things feel. And I think like, for me, it's always inspiring to talk about and also reflect back to people, what they share with me, how things feel. Mm -hmm. You told, you know, you shared this, this inspiring thing and how it feels. Let me just give back to you what you shared with me. Cause it's beautiful. We need to like use this as our indicator to know which way we're going. Cause like you said, it is a really kind of, it's a completely unknown path because there's nobody walking ahead of us. Yeah. Yeah. Again, like the Course in Miracles terminology, it's a very individualized path. Each one of us has our own individualized path. And the only one that really knows that path is the spirit. So mm -hmm. he's the only one that we can go to for direction. Mm -hmm. And when we try to figure it out and think about it logically with our little brain, it really, like, it can seem like you're getting somewhere with all the thinking and you're looking at all the different aspects and making the right choice. And, you know, this makes sense and this doesn't make sense. And, you know, this is irrational and this is rational, but the end result usually of that kind of um process is not peace mm -hmm. and it's really in that place where we finally come to see that it's painful what we're doing to ourselves when we're doing all that thinking and surrendering letting go like you said letting go and really giving the whole thing over to the spirit that's when that's when really the clarity can come in and mm -hmm. i think that is streamlining and it is mm -hmm. simplifying <laughs> mm -hmm. and it's can yeah. be, and it can be really scary. Yes. 
Yes, yes. I mean, the old, like, you need not pass this way that the ego delivers all the time relative to our stinky minds, our thoughts that are abusive and dark and all that. You know, we have to be available to look at those things, but the personality, the personas, the masks will say, uh-uh, don't worry about it. And the feelings, forget it, right? You don't want to go there. You want to feel good. You know, go distract yourself, go for a run, go get a drink, go whatever, right? I mean, we've got millions of versions of how we try not to face ourselves with the spirit. But the simplification process for me, for sure, has been this constant, you know, paying attention without being hypervigilant, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's an ego trick, right? It's like, stay present, stay awake and aware, but the whole, like, I've got to torture myself with this, you know, I've been through that many times, but, you know, it's like, I've had to sit and, and look at belief after belief. Oh, the early word, the early bird catches a worm. We had birds coming up. The early bird catches the worm. I had to look at those beliefs in competition. Am I doing enough? You know, am I going to make it? Will I have what I need to retire even though I'm 25? Whatever, right? I mean, had to look at like the minutia of beliefs that were driving me. And then I had to look at the minutia of emotions that were driving me. I feel inferior. I There seems to be this rage in my mind about, you know, I'm not good enough or whatever, right? And as there's a willingness, and as you said, to have somebody to walk with you, and it may just be the spirit at times in your own mind, but maybe it's going to be a Utah on the phone with you, helping you to see more clearly, right? I've had countless people to help me with my thinking. Vital. Absolutely. Vital. Because sometimes we can't trust ourselves to know that we can hear the spirit. I heard the spirit as a kid. I heard specific things over and over again. And because I had reflections of, oh, she's talking to her imaginary friends again, I started to doubt it. So when spirit came really loud back in my mind in my 20s, it was like, wait a minute, I must be nuts, right? Mm. But I wasn't. I was given guidance. I need to put in my request for vacation at my job because I want to go to England to help somebody when they have their baby. And I got to put it in a month ahead. And this person doesn't know when their due date is. Guess what? I'm on the train one day and I hear the date to get the ticket for. And guess who showed up at the hospital an hour before the baby was born? I did because spirit told me when to get the ticket for, right? A month in advance. I was two hours ahead of the baby coming right? So over and over again, the spirit is there to say, here's how you do it. And the doubt thoughts, as you mentioned, they're just the trick of the mind. They're the trick of the ego. I don't want you to believe in spirit and in what spirit wants to do through you. I want to run your show because it's fun to torture you. Yeah. Yeah. It's hell. It's hell. Not listening to spirit is hell. And when I look at my life and I look at the seeming players in my life and the things that I seem to have done, the ego is about destruction and death. It is about destroying everything possible. If it needs to take you out with the body, fair enough. If it needs to take you out with your finances, that'll work just fine, right? Whatever it is, right? It's constantly trying to have the upper hand. Mm -hmm. And that's a recipe for hell. That's it. There it is. Right. Yeah. So 
the simplification process can feel pretty complicated at times, you know, but it does get simpler as we purify with the spirit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I love that. I think for me, just really getting in touch with what I'm actually feeling is one of the biggest simplifications that's happened. Yeah. Because oftentimes I wouldn't exactly know how I was feeling or I thought I knew how I was feeling, Mm -hmm. but I've been really kind of like just this past year, just really exploring more how I can actually get in touch with how I feel. And when I sit with feelings that I often think are one thing, they turn out to be something completely different. (laughs) Yeah. And so I really like that. Like, that's a really awesome simplification that's kind of come into my journey and my um, work with the spirit. Um, Yeah, it's beautiful. And it really speaks to honesty, you know. It's like we are often very confused by how am I feeling because we're not willing to be honest, right? There's something that we're holding on to. We think we're not going to get what we want. We think the person's going to reject us. You know, if I really say I'm effing furious right now, I'm going to lose love, right? Whatever it is. And in your community, you know, Living Miracles, which is where Yuta, you know, has has had a, a backdrop of support and involvement in ministry and all these beautiful things that she's done, you know, you, you've had the gift of, you know, uh, no private thoughts, no people pleasing, all of these concepts of, well, how do you get to really know the spirit in your mind is by being honest. (laughs) You know, you can't, you can't work in the seeming world playing games and trying to obscure the truth from others and, you know, play all these mental mind games and emotional manipulation and think that you're going to have peace of mind. Mm Honesty is vital. The spirit knows everything. Spirit knows everything, all your quirks, all your kinks, you know, yeah. you can't hide it. And you've learned as have I over time, why try to hide it? Yeah, it's very painful. It's very painful, especially when you try to hide stuff from yourself. Totally. It's the worst. It's the worst (laughs) betrayal. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. And I think, I think that's, that's like a beautiful simplicity that I love to get into as well. Just like, just the question, like, well, how does this make you feel? How do you feel about this? Oh, you're feeling some kind of vibration you don't quite know what it is well let's just let me just sit with it and Mm. and let's see what it is and usually when I feel like I'm not feeling good there's actually just a lot of energy moving through because Mm. something like there's a shift in my world a shift in what's what's happening around me and like it's almost like I just I'm like readjusting and anytime I sit with that feeling it just opens up into uh usually excitement actually like real mm-hmm. excitement not crazy excitement you know mm-hmm. but just like a like the almost like the like there's a surprise waiting a good surprise mm-hmm. and if I don't allow myself to actually sit with it then I feel like I'm 
stressing and mm-hmm. I feel like I'm having anxiety. <laughs> it's really like, it's such a beautiful, simple uh, thing. It doesn't take any time either. <laughs> you know, like that's the best thing about it. It's like almost instantaneous. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's like the idea of, you know, somebody living in the city and going out and sweeping the sidewalk in the morning, clearing, you know, clearing the garbage away from the door front so that, you know, visitors can come and be welcomed and all the rest of it. And the kind of like die daily, you know, we're, we're meant to die daily, not drag all of this garbage from the past forward, you know, whether it's mental or emotional or whatever, it's like clean the deck as you go, you know, keep it clean with the spirit. And none of us feel good holding on to anger, resentment, sadness, self-pity, right? It's just deadening. Mm -hmm. And, you know, getting to the place where, as you say, you realize on the other side of this, this thing that seems so unlovable or so devastating, or this belief I have that I'm so attached to, you've learned as have I on the other side of it is the miracle waiting to happen, waiting to be revealed to us, right? It's not like we have to do these things to receive something that's already, it's already there. It mm-hmm. already is. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the spirit helping us pull the veil back so that we can see it. And it is, it's like little kid kind of exciting. Yeah. What a relief. Yeah. 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 And maybe that's like a really beautiful place to end too, because our time's almost mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Um, yeah, just the I think it's just the joy of of the simplicity and the joy of actually allowing things to be streamlined by the spirit because our, we're craving, we're craving things to flow, we're craving things to to be simple and clear. And you know, it can and it usually does it mean that there's a little bit of a shakeup but it's nothing that we can't handle ever and afterwards at least for me i'm always able to see that it's exactly what was necessary and needed and it was the most helpful thing and there's so much gratitude that you're left with yeah yeah Big time. It does seem to take some unwinding. You know, when I was guided to leave my work, my career, I went into a yoga center. We taught yoga and meditation and my clothing became white pants, yellow shirt. That was the uniform. And boy, did that simplify a lot. And then I got to sit with emotions because I didn't have to worry about my appearance anymore. And then I had to like have seven days a week, the same schedule, the same time to wake up, same time to meditate, same time for classes, same time to eat, streamlined my life to where I then got to see all of my judgments, all my beliefs, all of my, I want out of here. This isn't it. This isn't where I'm going to be happy, right? All of the, oh, maybe somewhere else will be better and I'll be happier, right? So the spirit will work with us with symbols in the world to help us do the streamlining, but then we still have to face ourselves with the spirit, right? Mm -hmm. And then over time, it gets simpler and simpler where we're not so distractible. We're not so much chasing the, you know, the golden carrot, on the end of the stick of the ego it's really it becomes exciting there is a tipping point it seems to be (laughs) where we start to see the promise of that alignment being easy to stay in Mm. and it's everything 
everything. So Utah, I'm so glad we got to do this today. It's been a blessing for me and I trust the spirit has delivered something through this for someone else. But yeah. thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for talking. <laughs> Lots of love. Bye for now. Bye for now.